Welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode 13. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever. However you're choosing to listen or watch this podcast right now, I just want to say thank you. I love you because without you, it's not a secret at this point. You already know that this moment in time that we're having, this back and forth that we're having, this experience that we're sharing would not exist without you. So thank you. Even if you just turned this episode off right after I said that, it was awesome that we had this back and forth. That was dope. That was dope. We got to acknowledge the fact that that happened. So shout out to you for making this happen. I mean, your back should be heavy at this point for carrying the What Is Life podcast this far. Because without you, this podcast would not even exist. So give yourself a pat on the back. You know what I mean? Go out and get yourself a massage. Know what I mean? Give 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 three claps to yourself. You know what I mean? Clap it up, clap it up. Yes, yes. And shout out to Pal Pullin. Always in attendance. Working camera B right now, doing this thing. If you need a producer, hire Pal. I'm telling you, you'll get a one work. You might might you know what I mean? Might chew on your equipment a little bit, but hey. He's got to get the shot, got to get the angle, got to show you how to do it. So, shout out, pal. And shout out to you again, wherever you're at in the world. A lot of times in life, we wish we can look at ourselves through the different lenses of people that we meet. We want to see ourselves outside of ourselves. We want to see how we really act. We want to see how we come off. We want, to, we want to see how we appear. Do we really think we're as cool or as nerdy or as funny or as weird as we think we are to other people? It's funny because a lot of times in life, we have people who will tell us how we appear, how we come off. Like the other day, I was picking up some rotisserie chicken and some other items from Costco for Pal and I, for Pal and myself, I should say rather. (laughs) And uh, 
they were like, every time you come through here, you just look so chill. You look like so. And, you know, I get that a lot growing up. I always got like, hey, you're such a so chill. You got such a cool vibe, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's interesting to hear. So whenever I hear stuff like that, I don't really question it because I already feel like that about myself anyway. But I didn't know it used to be like that. I got humbled at a very young age, very young age. So after that, you know, I mean, I want no more smoke. Then Lion King, Hakuna Matata. If you don't know what that means, go watch Lion King. And then um, we'll come back and we'll have a we'll have a discussion about that. <laughs> but life can be humbling. So most of us want to be good. We strive to be good. We want to be good at something. We want to be good people. But really what is good? How do we define good? Because what's good for some may not be good for others. Like what's good for me may not be good for you. Like my way of life may not be the way that you can sustain. There's a lot of turbulence in my life. Meaning that I'm always on the go. It appears either I'm two or three hours away from where I lay my head at night or I'm out of the state completely. And yet I still sustain. I still have inner peace. I still manage. Some people don't like to travel that frequently. It stresses them out because there's no real routine, so to speak. You know, it's very non-traditional. But as an artist... It's the formula. To grow as an artist, it requires you to be on the road. It requires you to step out of your comfort zone. It requires you to be vulnerable. Because at the end of the day, each, each expression that we give off 
not only does it impress ourselves, it's also leaving an impression on others. But when it comes to conflicts, I'm talking about like the most minuscule, minute problems, like nothing too crazy. Road rage. Some people get outraged when they're driving on the road. When somebody cuts them off or when somebody's going too slow or somebody doesn't use a blinker or somebody has their blinker on and won't turn it off. So you don't know if they're going to get into the next lane. If you just speed up, slow down. Then you got people honking their horns. It's wild. Like, in Chicago, at a red light, as soon as that shit turns green, if you in the street, yo, your ass might be liable to get ran over. Like, real shit. And, you know, I've been a lot of different places. To a lot of different cities. Around here in the U.S. And yeah. Each state has their quirks. But I have never seen. That type of driving anywhere else. It's like you you getting off. Like you would think it's a NASCAR speedway. Or a drag race. Rather. Uh. <laughs> yo, this one Asian lady, yo, God bless her. She almost got ran over. She didn't know what to do. She started running in circles in the street. Because <laughs> as soon as that light turned green, she was her ass was still in the middle of the street. And. Not everybody has the same amount of patience as you may have or that I may have. We're all different. So at the end of the day, we develop our own formula, our own definition for what is good. If we look at life now, life in the 21st century, yes, technology is developing at a rapid rate, but you're also starting to see a rise in spirituality. You're starting to see more and more people starting to embrace crystals, embrace astrology, embrace self-awareness. I think a lot of times, especially in this day and age, when we look at athletes and they start talking about their mental health, you know, that limelight, it does take a toll. But that's why we have to understand what we are signing up for. The formula 
in the sports world is all entertainment. If you're going to get these millions of dollars, of course you're going to be subjected to questions that you don't want to answer. Challenging questions. We want to know what's going on in your mind. I think that's what makes some athletes so great because they knew what they were signing up for and they embraced it all, the good and the bad. Because what's bad for you may be good for others. And who are we here to serve ultimately? So the most challenging part in all of this is should we act for the goodness of others or for the betterment of ourselves? For what we want to get good at. When we look at life, right, we get downloads, we get new thoughts, we get new inspirations, new motivations every single day. Every few hours. Get new thoughts, new ideas. Even if it's wanting to get some lemonade over some water. That's a calculated risk that you had that debate with within the mind which ultimately led you to come to the solution that you know what I'm going to get a glass of lemonade I want to feel refreshed that may occur there's nothing wrong with that it's healthy to have that back and forth with yourself makes you aware of the risks that you're taking so what is it is it better to do what's best for you or what's best for others. Which deed is the good deed? See, the beauty in this question is there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. And there's no right answer. I guess it's for what's best in that moment. I guess it's how calculated you can be, how mindful you can be in that moment where you need to make a decision on the spot, when you need to have an answer on the spot, when you can be wise to get your way out of situations that 
you necessarily don't want to be in. This life changes so much that often we find ourselves in situations that we don't want to be in because we have chose to make a half thought out decision. But we notice when we put some thought into a decision, the results turn out much, much, much more fruitful. So how do we define good? Is good a feeling? Is good a state of happiness that we feel within? Is it the pleasure that we get from an action that we've done? For example, some people might consider me an asshole. Some women might consider me an asshole. And some women might consider me like a great guy. Right? Like I know some women who feel like I've done them dirty. And they said that I've made them feel like shit. And there are some women that that are out there who said that I've helped them grow and I've done, I don't know, that was a great addition to their life. But the women who probably think I'm an asshole, it's probably because you know what I mean? I was an asshole. But you knew what it was from the jump. Like women get mad. I've learned that after you, you know, like say you go over to such and such house, right? Get some fellatio, if you will. And then after the deed is done, you peace out. You bounce out. Like, all right, I'll see you later. Like, there's really no point in, you know, having any real type of conversation, blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. But I guess women want that. That's one thing I've learned in my 28 years of life. That no matter, no matter how much. Now, there's women out there who will, you know, be cool with just being a fling. But others want that partnership. They want that romantic shit. They catch feelings and 
not about that. Like if I if, if there's no mental connection with me personally, like if we can't kick it like in person, like out in public, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we can't go on a real date or nothing like that. Like if you don't stimulate me like that mentally, then I can't really, there's no future. You know what I mean? There's no future other than us making each other feel good. And at that point, it's all just pointless. It's all just pleasure. It's all just, you know, abusing sex and all that shit just to feel good. So, when you enjoy pleasures like that, you start chasing women women start chasing men to get that feeling back lust makes you feel good you know what I mean it does but that's only for like that time being which is what some people are just looking for just looking for that quick little pop you know what I mean ah feel good I'm back in the game let me chill out for like three months. <laughs> it's wild. So is it important to do what makes you feel good? Or do what's best for others so like when women reject men men get pissed like oh she's a hoe blah 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 it's like why is she a hoe well cause she won't go out with me that's really the real reason but at the end of the day she's doing both of y'all a favor She already knows what you want. She already knows her intentions. So it's like, why even waste time? Gotta put some thought into these actions that we are making in this life. Because you don't want to make mistakes. Just trying to chase that feeling of what feels good or trying to be good all the time. If you come from a righteous state of mind, if you have righteous intentions in everything you do, Everything will feel pure. Everything will feel joyful. You will always be in that state of goodness. You'll attract that in your life. It's not something that we have to chase all the time. It's something that we can work on within. A lot of us 
do chase the good life. Want to drink the best alcohol, want a vacation in the best suites, the best beaches, the everything just over the top. Trying to chase a lifestyle that they're selling here in the U.S. In this land of capitalism. They're selling. They're selling. They're selling. You know, you better get in the game. If you live here, you better start selling something. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta do something. You have to have something to give. And what you give is good. Like people are attracted to villains. Isn't that crazy? And they do bad, but for them, they're doing good for the people around them and for themselves, trying to support. And that might be the only way they know how. They don't have any other outlet or can't think of any other outlet. Because the environment that they grow up in, that they're conditioned in, didn't support the youth and provide them with different outlets, different technology to inspire ideas. We're visual creatures. We mimic what we see. We want to get along with people. We want to have good intentions with people. We want to naturally. But how we're conditioned to perceive what is good. I can't judge people on their perspective of goodness. So I could never feel like somebody did me wrong. If that's what they're doing, trying to do what's best for them, then hey, then they have to understand that I have to do what's best for me. So if that's what creates peace, that's what creates peace. So what is a good life? I couldn't tell you. A good life is something I'm not trying to chase. But it is fun to build. It is fun to create and see what you achieve each day that we're here on this earth. It's only for a limited amount of time. So instead of trying to worry about if your actions are good or if people are going to perceive your actions as good, just do what feels right. Do what feels natural. Don't force it. If you got something to say, say it.
There is no need to dim your light. No need to. It's beautiful when you shine. So we want to see you shine. You know what I mean? We want to see you be bright, be great. Then let the world tell you if you're good. If you feel like you're doing good within, the world will validate it. That's why when people tell me that I'm chill or I have a cool vibe, it just already validates how I feel. So I don't ever dwell on how others appear to see me. I don't dwell on others' perspectives of me. But I try to be the best me that I can be when I'm around people and when I'm on my lonesome. But I'm never alone. That's something that I know. So what is good? Is life good? You tell me. Let me know in the comments. That's all the time that we have for season two, episode 13 of the What Is Life podcast. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Spees in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Yo, thank you for tuning in. If you made it this far, you're a special soul. This podcast was very fun to make, very cool to make. But you know, it is real though. Like a lot of times we're like, oh, I wish I could see myself outside. But the people around you, like the world tells you who you are and how you are. So at the end of the day, control the narrative for yourself and show the world who you are. Don't let the world define you. Don't let the world define you. Define who you are and show that shit. Be you. Be you. Yeah. Stay tuned for episode 14. Peace.